Hey, welcome to the Misfits for Jesus Radio Ministry. Guys, we have a full house today. Bear's like way over on the other side of the studio, which isn't that far from here. Wow, you got Craig in the house, Danny Campbell's over there, Tim Crow's over there, Jack. Jack, what's going on? And everybody's looking. We have the interns from Righteous Rights here. I'm going to set this up, guys. So what happened? Years ago, we challenged Jack Lamont to say something on the radio. To this point, over 300 shows, not one word. Isn't that right, Jack? Oh, he's so good. He's so good at this. Wow. So here's what we're going to do. Because we have a packed house today, what we're going to do is to make sure that's a two Two, count it, Barry. Two. Ooh, this is our first time. Two. Wow. Two part show. So we're here part one today, and we'll hear part one next week on the 12th. So before we get started, let's go around the table, introduce mm-hmm. yourselves, um, and then we'll just kind of just take it from there. So we'll start on my on my left. <laughs> so my name's Noah, and I am <laughs> an engineering student at Virginia Commonwealth University. Glad to be here. <laughs> um, my name's Daniel. I am from all over the place, but I go to Laterno University. Where's that at? In uh, Longview, Texas. Wow. Yeah. Texas. Great country of Texas. Mm-hmm. Amen. And I'm Will. Thank you. Thank you. I also go to Laterno University with Daniel down in Texas. Ooh. Now, are you two roommates? No. Not oh. roommates, just good friends. Good friends. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm Jordan of Maryville College in Tennessee. Maryville in Tennessee? We got quite the representatives, Barry. Wow. You know who would have loved these guys? Maybe you talked to Gary about Texas. Yeah, now, Mark did. from Texas mm-hmm. didn't come. He is a true, like, stone cold believer in Texas, Barry. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Great country of Texas, he called it. So, you yeah, guys are our, all interning at Righteous Rights. Um, and we met you through Tim Crow and, and of course, Mark Rygerts and the rest of the gang at Righteous Rights. How did you get hooked up initially with Righteous Rights? Who wants to man the helm here? Mm-hmm. Daniel, you're taking this? Sure, okay. Sure. Um, for. Me and Will, at least, uh, at Laterno University, we have a missions uh, week called Go Week, and we have a lot of missions come and represent. And the founders of Righteous Ride are both from Laterno, and so they always come down and just hang out and have a good time with their alma mater. So we were chilling in school, and um, for me, they came into my class, Brett and Tina Bias. Um, Brett was one of the founders, and they just talked in our class. They were hilarious, great people. Um, and then uh, I was walking through the cafeteria one day, and all of a sudden they grabbed me, and they're like, just start talking about this internship that they have. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I can't do this. I have a weird schedule. And they're like, oh, we can take you. And I'm like, really? And they're like, yeah, sure thing. So that's how I got involved. So how did you rope Daniel in? <laughs> right? Oh, Will, you raped, Daniel roped Will in. Nope, I did not. You guys didn't know about I how? Got, I got roped in by one of the interns from last year. Unrelated mm-hmm. to? Well, we go to this, it's a small college. Sure. So I saw the, the Righteous Rides booth in, during our Missions Emphasis week, and I was poking around, and then as I was walking to lunch, Hudson Dillard, from who was here last year, he was like, hey, you should really check out that Righteous Rides internships. I did it last year and had a blast, and so... Piqued my interest, and I had nothing better to do with, 
you know, the coronavirus, everything else is shut down. Sure. So, yeah. Might as well go to Missouri. Might yeah. as well, right? <laughs> That's kind of how you end up here. <laughs> so, Jordan, how did... Now, we met you last year. So we've met you. We haven't met you guys, as far as I know, right? I was here last okay, year. I, I remember the tall guy. Okay, yeah, yeah. Everybody knows Noah as the tall guy. So Jordan, yeah. how how did you get hooked up with this whole crew? I got hooked up the same way that Noah did. We both went to Urbana, and that's like a missions conference run by InterVarsity, okay, which is a campus ministry. And Righteous Rides had a booth there, and both of us ended up stopping by for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> no. Opposite, quite a quite opposite uh, experience there. Jordan went to every single booth at the entire conference. She's a girl. That's kind of like <laughs> shopping. Yeah, and I went <laughs> to a, a total grand total okay. of one booth. <laughs> so you were one for one. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it was my first one. I'll, I'll put it that way. <laughs> yeah, you're here till August. You said. Um, yeah. yep. And you guys all hang out together? Do you live together now? Or are you staying with people that work for Righteous Rock? How's it work? So we um, live over at CEF, which is Child Evangelism Fellowship. It's a children's ministry that's worldwide. Mm-hmm. And their headquarters happens to also be in, in uh, Warrington, Missouri. Um, and then uh, while we're not living there, we work at, <laughs> at Righteous Rides during the day. So Now what does that look like? You guys report to work at what, nine? Eight? Eight. Eight, 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 o'clock. eight o'clock. Eight o'clock sharp? Eight o'clock. Not yeah. 8.05? Dan, Dan is really punctual. <laughs> so it seems like he would be that guy. Yeah. 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 You're maybe a little not quite as punctual. Uh, I'm the guy that gets us out at 4.30. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Good. Oh, good man. So yeah. you're the me. He's the Barry. Very good. Noah, where do you fit in this? What's um, going on? He's a talker. He's the talker. Yeah. <laughs> PR. Come on. Give me some of that. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Yep. Yeah. So I, I've got this figured out now. She's the common sense. <laughs> yeah. You're the theologian, deep thinker. There we go. You're kind of like the artsy kind of guy. Yeah. Mm. yeah. No, you're, you you're kind of comic relief. Um, yeah. A lot true. of lot of intellect. And uh, you like kids. That's scary. What's going on? That's scary? Yeah. Yeah. I tend He's to scare. so good with that's kids. That's my first good impression is I, I'm scary because I'm tall. But so you love I kids. To, I have to drop down a lot of the time with kids because they're like down here and I'm like, so I got to be like. Thanks for the visual. Yeah. And you really enjoy them. I could see how you were relating with the kids. You have a, a, a lot it. of patience. I love it. I was a camp counselor for two years. I knew it. <laughs> How'd you know? I don't know. It's just something about when I saw you working with the kids, some difficult kids. Yeah. Well, I think all kids I mean, are difficult. What do I know? They're, <laughs> they're all challenging in their own way because sometimes you can make friends really quickly with a kid, but then. You know, you want to be able to actually talk to them about real stuff like, you know, do you believe in Jesus? Do you know what that means? Wow. And they're, they might be like, oh, let's go play a game, you know, because they're not, they're not into it. But um, some kids, it takes you forever to make friends with them. And then once you do, it's deep immediately. They're like, all right, let's get to the real stuff. Okay. <laughs> and other times you never get there, but it's right. okay. So this is a pretty eclectic group because you grew up in Kenya, <laughs> you grew up in Pakistan. Yep. I grew up in uh, Tanzania. Good lord, Jordan. The country I'm of from Georgia. The USA. <laughs> hey, some homegrown talent. The crowd goes crazy for the American. Amen. One faith, one baptism, one spirit. We're all one in Christ. That's Amen. the cool thing. Amen. Right? 
So I want to talk a little bit about um, like what your future, like how you arrived at this point. So I know that you're all involved in the automobile some some way, right? But I yes. something I didn't know about you that I found out Saturday night from Christina is you were an indie car kind of kind of guy. Kind of, it's a open wheel, so it's very much like indie car or Formula One if you're from Europe. But mm-hmm. um, it's called Formula SAE, and it's um, college competition. So we're competing against other colleges to make the best race car from scratch. You whoop them down? In Jesus' name, of course? <laughs> of course. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so is that what you hope to do? Get into like being an engineer for Ford or Dodge or I whatever? would love to do that. Um, just today, though, I was like, you know, I might just uh, scrap that and work at Righteous Rides for the rest of my life. How about that? <laughs> the next team, we're trying to find replacements oh, no, for that. That Rygerts, that Rygerts has found our replacements, Barry. Yeah, how about Crow on the job? Don't right. let them hear Getting that. him motivated, is that difficult? Yeah. <laughs> he, he, sometimes he's like pushing a chain up a hill. <laughs> <laughs> but, but once he gets going, he's fine, you know? <laughs> he probably is. Oh, yeah, I'm getting all, all kinds well, of Well, what a group he has up there with Tim and, and Keith and the old guy Fred. That's a, quite the team they have at Righteous Absolutely. Rides. It's great to see maybe the next the younger generation wanting to pass the torch or accept the torch from the older guys. Yeah. We got to find somebody that accepts our torch, Barry. Nobody wants it. <laughs> <laughs> when the when the young guy is Tim Crow, we're kind of bumming. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that much sure what they're saying about us, Barry. <laughs> so you're considering going to ministry full time? I am definitely going into ministry full. Uh, Lord willing, going into ministry full time. I just don't know when. Whether okay. it's going to be after like 15 years of industry experience or okay straight after college I don't daniel know. what about you i'm studying engineering of course so what type uh, mechanical mechanical okay and um before i came to before i started my college degree i got a job um working um at a industrial plant making exhaust pipes for helicopters and um i just really god placed on my heart like uh, a desire to hang out and minister to guys who work in industry because they just you know they're chilling and building exhaust pipes or doing whatever and you know talking about all kinds of stuff and sometimes you know a lot of times you know faith comes up and so it's like a great opportunity because they got nothing else better to do than build exhaust pipes in silence shoot the breeze shoot the breeze and talk about jesus you know and when it's exhaust pipes, you know it's going through them. So. Oh, that's uh, all oh, that's good. Oh, that's the pithy little saying there. The yeah, right. So that's kind of Tim's heart. He's getting you know kind of a mechanic kind of guy. So that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. That's really really cool. And I think too. I think sometimes when you love Jesus, you think the correct thing. I want to be a preacher, but we need Christian businessmen. We need Christian engineers. We need Christian uh, everything. We need believers. Yeah, absolutely. You know? That's the that's the heart of the school we go to, Laterno University. Yeah, that's our whole. Thing. Amen. So. It's named after R.G. Laterno, who is a, they call him the mover of men and mountains. He wow. Huge machines, and he also influenced a lot of lives in the business world and the engineering world. Awesome um, guy. Not, not being a missionary, necessarily at least the in the traditional sense. in a yeah. traditional sense but right. you are missionaries absolutely yeah. yep mm-hmm. yeah. so what are you what are you thinking what are you thinking well come on man well, lay it on me i get this question a lot being in college and usually what i tell <laughs> people is that i'm thinking about either doing missions or grad school or going into industry okay and if you think about it that's pretty much every option <laughs> right so you really covered, covered your bases, bases there yeah. <laughs> seriously yeah 
You, you say that, and people think that they actually learned something. But I it is. You should, do you ever think politician possibly? Ah, Did you nah, talk a little bit? You're, ta- you're talking a little bit like one. That's not my cup of tea. But. We just heard of 500 words and never heard anything. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Will. They felt good. Yeah, they uh, felt good. I, <laughs> I feel better, Barry. I'm floating like a genie over here. <laughs> That's just great. Did you hear what he said? <laughs> wow. So I'm I'm just finishing my freshman year of college, so I really have nothing narrowed down. So are you guys all finish? Are you all freshmen or? No, I'm the I'm the young one. You're the young one. You're? Um, yeah, I'm a senior this coming year. Senior, so you're almost out of there. Yeah, almost out. Well, I've been in school long enough to be a grandfather. Uh huh. But good for you. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna be a junior. <laughs> I knew he was smart. You know, it's funny because I have a son that's a chemical engineer, a, a daughter that's a realtor that also graduated college, and I remember when Connor was just about finished with college, and I overheard this conversation. And I heard them talking, as sisters and brothers do, and she said, Connor, I have some advice for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm listening to sis. Here we go. Never, ever, Mm. ever, ever, ever graduate. (laughs) I was like, Erica, stay away from your brother. Erica, don't ever talk to your brother again. (laughs) Jordan, what about you? So I have two life goals, and it doesn't matter to me in what order they happen, but I'm graduating in December of this year, Uh and um, my plan is to do two things. I want to travel and uh, meet missionaries and then write their stories, and then second, I want to live in Guatemala. (laughs) Looks like the crowd loves that. and second, I want to live in Guatemala and own like an agricultural business ministry and feed people and offer them access to education. Wow. Yep. <laughs> that's a God thing because that's the most unique story mm-hmm. ever. Have you ever heard of a blog or a Kisses for Katie by chance? You might look it up. Have you heard of that? Mm-hmm. You might look it up. It's it's really interesting. And it's kind of up your alley because this young woman decided she wanted to put off having children. And she went and adopted. I think she she moved to Africa somewhere. I'm not sure what country. Uganda. But was it Uganda? Yeah. Okay. I think I've heard of her. Kisses for Katie. Maybe she's still doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, told her boyfriend, I, mar- I love Jesus. And I, I love you, but I love Jesus more. Went and established this incredible colony. I think she ended up adopting... 20, 30, 40 children. Something crazy like that. Do you remember her last name? I don't. I just remember her website or Facebook page or something was called Kisses for Katie. And she wrote a book that has hope in the title. Okay. Does she, know, does she own an orphanage in Uganda? Yeah, I believe so. My friend knows her. No way. <laughs> Rachel Guy. She owns uh, She owns a ministry in Uganda. Um, she's, she's incredible. She's an activist mm. for... Um, for the unborn uh-huh. and wow. she's incredible yeah she's 22 and she owns the nonprofit um gateway school that provides um education to kids in uganda and she's friends with katie i How just didn't that? No. recognize the name wait wait um, a minute radar o'reilly this just in upi come in here <laughs> come in here majors her name is Katie Majors. She knows a friend that knows her. That's cool. How about that? It's a small, small world. world. So let's do this. Yeah. We're about break time. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. 
Lang Insurance is a local and trusted partner of Misfits for Jesus. We shop 10 top home and auto insurance companies to get you the right coverage at the right price. Isn't it about time you call and save some money? Call 636-229-7000 and see why we're number one in St. Charles County or go to langinsurance.com 24-7. Dare to compare Lang Insurance, someone local you can trust. Welcome back. We're just sitting around shooting the breeze with some interns from Righteous Rides. We have all the bases covered, guys. All of them covered. So what do you guys want to talk about? Anything on your heart today? What do you see as you look out the culture, because you're young, as we pass the torch on to you? Hmm. What do you see, and, and how do you think that you're going to impact the world for Jesus, obviously? I, have a I mean, Yeah. Um, you went on a tour called, what is it, Revival for America? American Revival. American yep. Revival. What is revival? That's a good question. I think revival, for me, uh, I found, ironically, that I needed an individual heart revival. Before you could have, I think it starts mm-hmm. at the personal level, and then it goes from a um, to a culture. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, you can't legislate morality. You can't mm-hmm. legislate a revival from the top down. Revival starts on the hearts of men on the lower level, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But the cool thing about it, when we were on the road looking for revival, it happens in the most curious places. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't happen in a mega church, not that it can't. Because mm-hmm. God's not really, he's, but we were finding it in little coffee shops. We were finding it in rest stops. We were mm-hmm. finding it in uh, a couple of places we stopped and had great conversation with born-again Catholics, mm-hmm. which I thought was really encouraging. Mm-hmm. I mean, these people, these Catholics were fired up for Jesus, boy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so for us, revival, I think we need to look outside of what ter- traditional revival would have been. 50 years ago, you know, mm-hmm. the Jesus movement and all that was a wonderful time, but God's doing different things. Mm-hmm. Um, I, To me, it happens, for me, right in my own heart. It has to happen there first. And I found that out through a series of events after the fact, so um, it's personal, mm. but it's not personal. It, it, you know, for me, it's a personal revival. My own heart needed to happen for me to really open my mo- uh, mind and see the amazing thing that God is doing. I think he's doing incredible things right now. Mm-hmm. Seeing young people in love with the Lord, because all we ever hear, these young people don't love the Lord, they don't know the Lord, right. you know, they're, mm-hmm. they're, uh, they don't even, there's a new um, name for it, the new generation coming out called the nons. Have mm-hmm. you heard of this? Yeah, I've heard of that. You know, I don't even know what the nons, n- another way to, to categorize people. The nuns? Is it the nons? The, the nuns or nons or whatever it is. <laughs> I know they have XYZ, Zodiac, mm-hmm. baby boomers or whatever we were or are. I think we were at the end of the baby, but whatever. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that's a... Maybe I answered your question kind of like Will answered it. I don't know. Mm. But that's how I see it because I was just looking for God to work in one little way. But he's so much bigger than that. Mm. You know. What do you think? What do I think is revival? Mm-hmm. Um, I think of – I think it's um, in the second, first or second Chronicles. I can never remember which. But um, where it says, if my people who are called by my name mm-hmm. will – humble themselves, pray, turn from their wicked ways, then I will, yeah. Hear from I will heaven, hear from land. heaven. What is it? Forgive their sins and heal, the, heal, mm-hmm. the, heal mm-hmm. their land. So that's what I think is one of the things that's the basis for revival. I was involved in a revivalist, if you want to put it that way, group at Messiah College. That's why I said I've been in college long enough to be a grandfather, because I went to first to a gap year program, then 
Messiah College, then a community college, then Virginia Commonwealth University. You have been. So I've been to a lot of a different professional colleges. professional college student. <laughs> yeah. Erica would love this. Good job. Yeah. Um, and one of which, at one of which I was involved in explicitly in a ministry that was all about revival. And that whole time, I don't think I ever really discovered that verse. I've only kind of really recently discovered that verse. And um, I think part of it has to do with uh, that the revival I was involved with, the ministry I was involved with, was a lot more about spiritual manifestation, you know, awesome, cool, spiritual Seeking things. Seeking an experience? Going on, yeah. Not good. Cool stuff going on that is in the name of Jesus, maybe. Mm -hmm. um, but it wasn't as much about repentance, I don't think. And that's what that verse really highlights is that they turn from their wicked ways. And then, so our, our part, one third of our job is to turn from our wicked ways and then one third of God, God's response is to um, forgive us. And I don't think I really saw that the whole time I was that's involved good. in that ministry. But I am happy to say I've at least discovered that part of that verse now. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. Country needs to hear that. Mm. It's a, it's a it's a pretty sore spot, pretty sore message right now. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I don't want I didn't want to hear it. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Well, it's foolish is to those that are perishing. For one person it's the smell of what is that scripture where Paul says the the, the gospel is to the people that are being saved. It's it's breath. It's like, a, it, but mm. to the people that are perishing, it's the stench of death. Mm. Which, mm. you know, yeah. uh, that's that's the bad news unless you repent. But yeah, repentance. Yeah, it can be no that's revival without repentance. This piece, you know, you know, yeah, small piece yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. Times of refreshing will come your way. We could use some refreshment. Mm. Speaking of which, Jack, where's the bubbly? He left. He's so quiet, you can't see him. <laughs> <laughs> Mm -mm. He left. <laughs> he left the building. What is it? First Corinthians one eighteen. First Corinthians one eighteen. First Corinthians one eighteen. Jack. There he goes. Back. Was it something Barry said? <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think? Daniel rep repentance is obviously the basic. What else about revival? Well, I think. Um, Exactly like what you were saying. It really revival is down to starting starts at an individual level. You know, um, if your heart isn't changed by what's going on in uh, God's kingdom, then you know that's it's not going to revive you. Right. You're just going to be running around while everybody else is running around, and mm. you don't know what's going on. But um, it's up to you to take hold of what God has given you. Um, and giving you the chance to repent. So in repentance, yeah. you can say, hey, you know, yeah. okay, I'm going to repent for what I've done and focus on bringing revival to my heart. Okay. And then when the Holy Spirit comes in and, like, you know, offers that uh, forgiveness and stuff, then you can start pouring that out into others and helping them achieve a revival. But it starts with you, you know, getting yeah. the log out of your own eye. Ooh. And then... Yeah. Getting into it. Um, is it in the Bible somewhere? Yeah, yeah. somewhere in there. There's a good yeah. one. <coughs> That's really the red cool letter stuff. Yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah. Somebody super cool said that. Mm -hmm. uh, I think the more that sometimes you fail, and fail failure can be good because it causes you to look at your own. Mm -hmm. 
you know, gigantic foam pole hanging out of my face. I don't have time to look at your spec. <laughs> I'm too busy looking at my own stuff. And I remember remember the movie Miracle. Okay, we were actually most of us in this room were alive when the, the real miracle happened, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the miracle on ice. Oh yeah, hockey, right. which is Jesus's favorite sport. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. hockey. Oh yeah, absolutely. I wasn't aware of the fact. Well, well, don't look, don't look for it. It's just my personal yeah. opinion. <laughs> But I remember her, well, you know, he probably would have won won the Lady Bing Award. You know, no penalties, no slashing ever. But Mm -hmm. I remember this part in the movie where Herb Brooks um, was talking about this guy. And they were looking, you know, thinking about girls. They were thinking about all this stuff. And he told the goalie to focus on yourself. There's plenty there to keep you busy. Mm -hmm. So, because he was like, well, what about that guy? What about this guy? Reminds Mm -hmm. me of, you know, when Jesus was walking down the beach with Peter. Mm -hmm. And he said, "Why, why worry about him? You worry about you mm. you know so i think to your point i think that the phone call the speck in your eye whatever it looks like i think when we allow and focus on our own um mm. sin and not look at people's other, other people's sin it's, we'll find out there's plenty to keep us busy mm. there's plenty that mm. we can look at personally what do you think about revival revival you think we need it do you think you need it do you think well let's look at the word revival means new life right okay i I said we could all use some new life. Amen to that. I'm going to be concise on this one. That's all I got. Mm. It's really good. It's true. And I love the word re, reborn, renew, refresh. You Mm. know, re, Mm. everything's re, you know, restored, uh, redeemed. And that's why I love like the pictures like of the bus outside that mm. we use. That bus to me is a physical picture to remind us of because it should have been scrapped. Yeah, it was destined for the scrap heap. Am I right? Yeah. You guys saw it. Right. I mean, it was worn out. I got one guy still thinks it ought to be scrapped. Well, nobody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tim, Tim thinks we should scrap everything. If it, if it's anything older than a 2010, it's junk. Can't be fixed. Okay. I don't even have anything that new. That's late model in my book. But that bus, you know, was rusted. It was completely useless. It would have been worth more money had we just scrapped it. But it got restored. Mm-hmm. And now it's a physical picture as we drive it and eventually. Mm-hmm. We're getting closer. Mm-hmm. We are getting closer. Um, and it's, it always reminds me that I was destined for the scrap heap, too. If Jesus wouldn't have come in and saved mm-hmm. my life and uh, put yep. some value, mm-hmm. you know, perceived value, so the price mm-hmm. that somebody would pay for you, mm-hmm. to me, right? So Jesus paid for me, so I, inherently I must have some value, the fact mm-hmm. that he would, you know. Mm-hmm. So I love the rewords, restore, redeem. They're all good words. Re- absolutely. Okay, mm-hmm. Jordan, land this plane. What do you think about revival and restoration, all the things we're talking about? Sure. Well, I know growing up in the Christian church, when people said revival, I kind of pictured this big crowd and like a tent and like the Billy Graham thing. Right. And um, and as as I've been in college, I've sort of reversed that. Mm. Um, I'm part of my college's campus ministry, and the place that I really see revival happening is like one-on-one individual mm-hmm. relationships. Um, mm. Like Jesus talked to really big crowds and he he gave some incredible sermons but i feel like where the real world changing happened was that one-on-one relationship with his disciples and those 12 close friends Mm. and they went out and changed lives and the chain reaction is just so cool Mm -hmm. like um you don't need a huge crowd you just need one person on fire yeah Mm -hmm. i have a great story about that 
Part of me why she just walks off and drops the mic. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. Lay this story on me. Well, when I was about in sixth grade, um, my family, we all got Lyme disease, okay? Oh. And that's not fun. So The tick um, disease? Yeah, yeah. Oh, constant ticks. Um, and so we were, um, I went to this camp called Word of Life Camp up in New York. Let me do this. Let's take a break. We're going to pick this up next week. We're going to leave the folks with a cliffhanger. Ooh. How about that? Ooh. So next with, week. With Lyme disease? Yeah. Oh, this man. you got a whole week to think about this, okay? <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna get out of here. Love you guys, and we'll be back next week with this cliffhanger of the Lime story. <laughs> Have a great week, you guys. We'll be back next week with the interns. Make sure to tell somebody about Jesus. That's all. I've lived for money, and I, I've lived for fame, yeah. I've lived for man and set the blame. Mistake after mistake Oh, until I'm